0: Kylie and Catherine, We're coming at you from the green couch here at BCP. For this podcast, Kylie chatted with the one and only Bob Olson. Okay, so he's probably not the only Bob Olson, but he's the one and only to us. Damn good at voiceovers and a darn nice guy. Bob has been a voiceover professional since the mid-90s, performing and producing most of his work in his home studio. Although the majority of Bob's work is based on providing voiceovers, he also offers production services. We discussed the voiceover industry, how up-and-comers can kind of break into the scene, and what businesses should be looking for when, you know, when they're hiring voice talent. So get ready to be highly entertained by Bob's smooth radio voice and witty banter. Thank you so much for coming in today, Bob. I really appreciate you coming in to the office and being on our podcast.
1: Thanks for asking. I appreciate it.
0: So let's dive into kind of what got you started in... Your industry, and if you want to explain exactly what you do for our listeners who are not who don't know you yet.
1: Well, I I, I started actually. Uh, I was a radio. I was a uh, systems analyst programmer for a computer firm, and I've always wanted to get into radio. And in 1988. I got in uh, Spex Howard School Broadcast Arts down in Southfield, just outside of Detroit. Graduated in uh, September of 88, got my first job in radio in December of 89, or uh, December of 88 in Gladwin, Michigan, which is about four hours north of uh, Detroit. Big market. Yeah, yeah, 14 by 70 trailer, country music. And I was there six months, went to a rock station called uh, Z93 KQZ in uh, Saginaw for about six months, and then I ended up down here at a radio station in Lansing. Uh, WJXQ, Q106 for 16 years, which is like an infinite number of years in radio. Yeah. It's just a long time. You never see that. But during that course, and in, in radio, you do commercials. And the more you do them, it can be kind of fun, and the the salespeople want you to get these things together. And when the internet started with the 24-baud dial-up, somebody asked me if I wanted to be a Voiceover artist and do commercials for other markets throughout the country. So I started doing that, and it, it, it turned into a high volume, low cost thing. So if you're in Minot, North Dakota, and you had Ted's House of Welding and Taxi Service, you could, you know, you, you'd, you'd look on the website, find who you want to pick out as your voice. They had a, maybe about 10 different voice artists on there. Yeah. And then we'd get it, voice it, and send it back. So it really began there in about 1998. Uh, And the company, well, my my company started growing. Mm -hmm. And in 2006, I left the radio station and pursued this full time.
0: Did it on your own. So I'm sure back then, you know, because things have changed progressively. I feel like now it's it's needed in many different ways as compared to when you first started so how has the industry changed kind of over time with voice artists? You
1: know it's funny, Um, it changed and I was on the forefront thankfully of the biggest change that we had, which was the ability to do this out of your house. Because it used to be a group of people in L.A., Chicago, New York, and they would go into the studios, the big, huge studios, and they would do auditions, and then they'd get callbacks, and then you'd have to go outside into a studio and do it. Mm -hmm. And now anybody, literally anybody with a couple of bucks and a nice couple of microphones can do this stuff from the comfort of their own home and in their pajamas.
0: There you go. Uh, Yeah, so I started doing that. that. Yeah, exactly, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) So do you now record out of your house? Do you have a studio? What's a typical day of in Bob's life. I mean, leave well, out some
1: of the details. Yeah. <laughs> Wake up and coffee, just like everybody else. But, you know, it's it's. I, I started... Uh, we built a house in 2001, my wife and I. And I built a little studio in there because in my old home, when we lived there in 98 uh, through 2000, I literally had blankets hanging from the ceiling oh, to help right. with uh, some of the echo and everything else that you'd have. And I built... I had it built while we were building the house, a small studio about 75 uh, 75 square feet. And when I ended up getting out of radio, uh, I had a professional come in, this guy named Ken Captain, who ran, uh, what was it called? Uh, Studio 2, I think is what it's called out of Detroit. He's done studios for a place called Harvest Music and Sound Design here in uh, Lansing. Uh, Kid Rock Studio and m M&M m Studios very down in Detroit. Cool. So I got his name, and he came out, and we developed a two-booth studio with a nice control room, and oh, that's where I work now.
0: Very cool. Yeah, Inside yeah. the house, just a it, quick drive to work, obviously. You know, I, I drove my
1: <laughs> wife to work this morning, and I'm like, I don't know how you people do this. <laughs> I, know, really. I really don't. <laughs>
0: Tell it's me too about. much. You yeah. save so much time, energy. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> so when you're, when you're down in the studio, um, how does all, like, I guess what kind of recordings do you even do like within <clears throat> your business? So TV, commercial, what, it's, what's happening? It's really
1: funny because everybody will, if, if they ask what I do, I say mm-hmm. I'm a voiceover artist. Mm-hmm. And they look at you with this blank stare and they're like, whoa, what is that? And you know, it's it, it's hard to just say it's just radio and television commercials because mm-hmm. truthfully, that is probably about 20% of what I do. Everything else is explainer videos, e-learning, uh, industrial videos. I do some television shows, uh, narration for television shows uh, that run on uh, like the History Channel and CNBC and that sort of oh, thing, which is really that. fun. Um, but it, it's it's really interesting. The non broadcast stuff is where most people gather their, their voiceover okay. uh, scripts and stuff.
0: Okay. Very yeah. cool. That's yeah, fun. And so, are you able to ever take take this with you? So, like, if you're if you're traveling or anything, yeah. do you get to take your work with you? Or?
1: It, it's it's funny you say that because I, I was out on a golf uh, trip about four years ago, mm-hmm. and I was with my buddies, and somebody said, hey, I've got X amount of money. Can you put this 60-second spot together? And I'm like, I'm down in Orlando. I can't. I, right. I, and then I started thinking about it, and I put together a small little package, my, uh, my, my computer, a microphone, a mic stand, and brought it with me. And now I build pillow forts, just like we did when we were kids in your hotel room. And, you know, I've had so many of my friends come in and they'll see me underneath the blankets. <laughs> They're like, what the hell are you doing? You know, it's, so it's, it, it is funny you bring that up because that's exactly how it started. And I thought I'm missing out on a lot. So now I can take a couple of uh, vacations a year and, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: take about an hour a day and, and do some work.
0: Go out golfing, come back in, do some work. All the time. (laughs) (laughs) All the time. I'm jealous. What am I doing? (laughs) I don't have the voice for it. You do. Do you ever get stopped on the street when people are like, "Are you?" I feel like I know your voice.
1: Seldom, Uh, because you know, there's there's a lot of guys in this business that have really distinct voices. Mm. Uh, In in the moment you hear them, they're like, "Yeah, I know that guy," Mm -hmm. and I've. Been thankful enough to have a very generic voice, and so I can do a lot. Um, I've I've done things for the I, I'm one of the voices for the Disney stores throughout so the United States, and it's really kind of funny because a couple of years ago, my wife and I were in Chicago on a Black Friday, and the store opened at 11 o'clock. The Disney store, and we have some nieces and nephews that we wanted to buy for, and we were standing outside the Disney store, and I thought, Jesus, it looks like it opens at 11, but it's Dead dark in there. Uh-huh. And people are lined up and all of a sudden my voice comes on and says, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Disney store where imagination becomes reality. Da 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 da. And it was the most surreal thing to hear me doing that voice. And I'm like, wow, that's kinda that's kinda wild. <laughs>
0: that's me <But> there. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: But it doesn't sound like me when I'm just yapping. Okay.
0: So. so do you have like your own radio voice compared to everyday?
1: You know, it's it's it, it's funny you say that too, because things have changed so much. Uh, it used to be, 70s, 80s, it used to be the announcer guy, I you know, you know. knew from Mattel, and you have all these things going on. And now the big thing is everybody that you talk to. I did, I did a uh, spot today for uh, a major motor oil and, and, a, and a major computer firm today. Mm-hmm. And both of them, they said, be conversational, pretend I'm your friend, and you're telling me about this. And that's the big direction that you hear a, a lot now. It's not, you know, be the radio guy. Although I do get that, because I can do that. Right. <laughs> I did I it for like so long, well. yeah, but yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's really funny, because now, you, you know, you, you say, a lot of people will say I have a voice for it, mm-hmm. or, or they have a voice for it. Everybody has a voice for it. As long as you talk like you normally do, okay. and can connect,
0: mm-hmm. it works. Okay, so there's no real, you know, I guess, too, it probably goes on, When we've worked together with clients, it kind of goes on what the client's brand is as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Depending on what they're trying to achieve, Mm -hmm. I guess that's kind of what you look for, I assume, when you're picking talent?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When you're doing that, for sure, um, when, when I look at a script, a lot of times I'll know if I can pull it off. Because too many times, as much as I don't like to admit it, I've outgrown the young adult voice. What? <laughs> so, but, you know, I, I, I can sometimes pull that off. But most of the time, if it's more than 30 seconds, I'm like, and I just sound like an old guy trying to sound young, you know. Right. But, yeah, it's very funny.
0: You're like, I don't know if that's possible. It's right? true. It's true. <laughs> I love it. What, um, what kind of different we've kind of touched on a few of the different options that are out there for, for voice work, but are there others that we haven't talked about? Like, I think sometimes people forget about doing, like, those announcer roles, mm-hmm. too, and they're not necessarily on radio, but right. don't you sometimes record for, like, sports or anything like that? Well, you know,
1: it, it's, what's becoming a really big thing is apps,
0: mm-hmm. mobile apps, mm-hmm.
1: uh, video games are huge. Um, as goofy as it is, on hold at IVR, oh, people use a lot too. Right. Um, but yeah, the, the video games and the apps are really getting big. And those are the more those are more for the actors. I don't do a lot of that stuff. Gotcha. I know my role. I'm, I'm an announcer, mm-hmm. more or less, and and it works well for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, but outside of that, it, that's where a lot of that stuff starts coming in. Okay. it's good paying stuff.
0: Definitely. And is there a certain? Um, importance of tools or sound quality that people need depending on what what area they want to get into for voice work?
1: Not necessarily different equipment or anything like that um, it, it really depends like you said you know a lot of times like a funeral home or something might want a soft female voice and, and, and the music you pick along with that voice goes a long way in selling that brand I do a lot of hospital stuff I do you a lot. A of, voice. I guess. I mean, I, I've been able <laughs> no to say all means. these. Yeah, yeah. that I, I don't either. But I seem to get a lot. I, I've got a major hospital out in Connecticut. I've got another one down in uh, in uh, Wyoming. I've got another down in Texas. And I do a ton of medical narrations as well, because I can say those stupid words that you know. It, it, I mean, just the the huge drugs and. Those are
0: tongue twisters. They
1: really are. Yeah. And it, if I don't get the script beforehand, you can totally tell.
0: Right. Really? So what do you do to practice for that then?
1: Uh, like really, when you get a, a longer medical narration, I, I really will sit down for a good hour and get all the pronunciations correct and read it over out loud three or four different times mm-hmm. to really get a thought process going of... Yeah, I know what this stuff is, mm-hmm. even though I have no clue. <laughs> and it, it, it turns out okay. So I do quite a few of those, too. That's
0: awesome. That would be, that's the part that gets me. I can barely even, <laughs> can barely talk right now. It'll record yeah. me and I'll be like, oh, never mind." My <laughs> wife makes
1: fun of me because she'll ask me a question and I'll stumble through something and she says, you talk for a living. I'm like, yeah, but it's everybody else's words. I don't and have to, have, I don't have to come up with an idea <laughs> on my
0: own. Tell me what I need to say and then I'll say <laughs> yeah, it. I'm sure exactly. she would love that anyway. Right? Yeah. <laughs> now, is making an emotional connection with the listener important when you're recording things?
1: Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And And what's Interesting about that, and as we discussed earlier, the way narrations, commercials, and everything else has changed, it used to be the announcer barking at you and telling you what was going on. Now, it doesn't matter if you're selling, you know, the beautiful ring from k jewelers that says if you don't buy this beautiful ring she will hate you you know right. these things and, and cars everything is an emotional now it's an emotional connection that you make with a brand mm-hmm. that's going to make you get up and go buy rent download mm-hmm. anything so it's it's really it, it. everything has to do with a connection like
0: that definitely and I feel like I mean we see that from either production side of creating these commercials in video mm-hmm. or, or within print ads or something but um, even more so now these quick videos that are online and some have sound some don't and the importance yeah. of just 30 seconds if not less Heck, even 10 yeah
1: I mean right, right before you get into a YouTube video mm-hmm. so many times you've got a 10 second spot so you have to make you know your visual and audio and voice everything has to go together there. yeah.
0: Very true. And and I assume, you know, tone's important too, because when you're doing these hospital ads, I'm sure they're not always the happiest No, you can't be jolly. They can
1: be, you have to start out if you've got, if you were a loved one, have this issue and then you've got to be positive. So you kind of run the whole range of emotion in 30 seconds. But uh, it's, it's funny. I, I, I hired a coach. Uh, a few years ago, my, my business was going well, but I thought I wanted to grow. Mm-hmm. I always want to grow and, and, and expand my horizons, if you will, and learn a little bit more. And I hired this woman out of ballet, and it was funny because I was I, I put an hour in the day, and we did this via phone, and she just she's like, "This is how you work," and she kind of ripped me throughout the whole thing. And as I hung up the phone, I thought, "I'm never going to make it in this business." Yeah, the rest of the day I was packed with work, right, right. but she had to rip you down like a drill sergeant and build you back up. And those those opportunities and those coaches really, really help if you get a good one. Mm-hmm. And she's not cheap, but I've made the money back and then some. Because of the way she taught me to read scripts, interpret scripts, be more conversational. And, Definitely. And, not very announcery when you when you sit and talk to somebody,
0: right? Know. And does she give you like breathing tips too? Because I feel like if you have that long script, it's gonna.
1: No, um, it's uh, one of one of my clients uh, out in LA. I, I'll do a lot of work with him, and he mm-hmm. said I love editing your your video or your uh, voice because. Your, your voices look like tennis balls when you see it on the wave file because I'll be talking and then <gasps> it, <laughs> this huge tennis ball. But yeah, I take big breaths okay. and and a lot of people can, can do a spot. Like when I hire a lot of female or other male talent, they've got a way just to make themselves really quiet when they Breathe and everything else, but when I'm going through stuff, I'll finish and <gasps> <laughs> it's frightening. It's almost really like a gas. Right? Yeah, yeah. At
0: least he knows where to cut it. Yeah, it.
1: <laughs> I cut I cut my breaths out on a lot of stuff when I work.
0: I feel like when we've worked together too, that's one thing. Just from experience of sitting in your studio and seeing our commercials for our clients being recorded is how fast you work. It's it, amazing. It's the
1: same sort of software that I've been working on since 1998, 96. And I've created shortcuts that that make it a lot easier. I know how I want things to work. So I'm I'm, I'm really lucky because as far as a producer side of things go, Mm -hmm. I kind of have an idea on how I want things to sound, how I want music to sound, where I want different inflections on things, so I can kind of help along with that too. And I, I do get pretty quick yeah. with that stuff. He's yeah.
0: There and basically, by the time I leave, everything's done. And I'm yeah. Like, how oh, the <laughs> heck did you he do that? <laughs> He's cutting out breasts. I and really pauses. enjoy
1: it too. I, I really enjoy the. You're
0: good at what pandemic. you do. Thank you so, very much. I Appreciate it. And that. I feel like it when somebody loves what they do, then it makes them even better.
1: It's truly a passion. It, it, and I. I haven't I, I always joke about the fact I haven't worked a day since I was probably 23 years old after I left computers and got on radio and it's if you love what you do it's not work mm-hmm. and I, I never really worked I haven't worked for a boss that really oversaw what I was doing besides program directors and creative types so it's it's a really interesting life I've had and as far as that goes and I'm very very thankful.
0: And you have a really tough boss now, don't you? Yeah. Where <laughs> is limited
1: to me, uh, limited me to uh, one golf trip a
0: month. Oh okay. <laughs> Unlimited coffee though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so when our clients are looking for talent, what are a few things that they should be looking for when we're sending them sound files or?
1: Well, you know, it, again, it, it's really dependent upon what they're selling, and nowadays too, which is really interesting, is. I've found that my voice doesn't go, and it, it's fine because it doesn't. My voice doesn't always go 100%. And it's starting to actually get more specialized because I'm getting older. Mm-hmm. And you know, when I was 35, you could rip things out because you, you could do the young adults and you could get into the older thing. Now I'm the middle-aged and above, mm-hmm. but what's happening is the people that are writing the scripts and the AEs that are, that are talking about what they're doing are younger, and in their head, a lot of times when they write something, they hear them reading it and, and performing it. So they hear in their head a lot of times, depending on what their age is, if they're late 20s, early 30s, they think young adult. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so that limits, a lot of times, an older voiceover talent because they don't hear that voice in their head. Unless you can change their mind. And, if, and that happens sometimes, too. They think, boy, I didn't even think about delivering it that way. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of get them that way, too. So that's why we do a lot of auditions. I, I audition at least three times a day up to ten. Because, oh. uh, you know, you never know when that major client that you've had for years is going to dry up. Mm-hmm. So you got to keep keep digging the well. Right.
0: <laughs> Seeing what's out there. Yeah. And I think, too, you know, we always try to advise the clients, as you said, they might have that voice that in their head that they think they should have yeah, because of their certain age or something, but yeah. looking at your actual demographics and actually who's coming into oh, yeah. your business and understanding that just because you like that voice, it might not mm-hmm. be the best option. And be. what does
1: help too is I've got a talent, uh, I've got a roster of talent that I deal with on a regular basis and a client if they if they like me and I've done a lot of stuff for other uh, clients that they have they'll say I want another uh, male client, uh, male voiceover guy can you find one for me I say, sure they send me the script and then I'll send it to all my guys that are on my roster and they'll give their their take on that script so let's say we've got a dozen I can send them a dozen reads from different talent and they can choose wow this is something I didn't expect from this so, so they get an idea of what that script will sound like. Thunder.
0: Yeah, That's awesome. It's, and you, obviously you have the way your studio is set up. You can work with anybody from across the country yeah. and maybe farther, yeah. but. I,
1: yeah, I've worked worldwide. I, I actually was doing stuff for uh, a guy in the Netherlands this week. Very so yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah, it's fun. There's, uh, with, and uh, in, in the big studios, the LA's, the Chicago's, the New York's, and that sort of thing, there's a thing called an ISDN box, which uses just regular Regular phone lines, but it uses two of them, and it breaks everything down digitally, goes over the uh, phone lines, and then on the other side, wherever that other box may be, it unpacks it, and then it sounds exactly like you're in their studio. So there's that. There's also a thing called Source Connect. Uh, IPDTL is a Google-based thing, but all of that is, uh, oh, those two are s- software-based. So you can do it literally anywhere. anywhere.
0: Mm -hmm. that's
1: amazing yeah it really is it's it's fun
0: gotta love technology
1: Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) technology is badass (laughs) Right.
0: (laughs) so what are three tips that you can give uh someone who's kind of trying to get their foot in the industry in one way or another
1: you know it's i i get that question a lot um a lot of people will, like I said before, a lot of people say, "I have a great voice. What can I do?" And it's it doesn't it's it's not just that because, like I said, anybody can do it. The first and foremost thing is be yourself, get a coach, and get a really good demo put together. Uh, those are three things because your demo a demo reel is is about a minute long, of let's say six commercials, six pieces of work, six whatever you have that are produced, mixed well and delivered well that you can put out as your calling card. It's almost like a business card as a, as a voiceover talent. And the first thing you have to make sure is the, the first bit, if it's a five second, 10 second piece, that's you. Mm-hmm. Make sure that's you. Don't make it a character unless it's a character real. Don't make it a character. They want to know who you are and what your wheelhouse is. And that's what you put up front. And then after that is bread and butter on top. Uh, so it really comes down to a really good, well-produced demo. It can run $1,000 to $2,000, depending on who you get. Uh, a coach is really a good idea. Um, even though I had been doing it for 20 years or 15 years, I, I, I got a coach and it taught me things I never thought of. And again, it's, it's harder than it sounds when you put a microphone in front of your face. You have to be yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's difficult, especially if you put headphones on. Or you listen to yourself again for the first time, you're like, it doesn't sound like me, because everybody says it, and it's like, you know what? It does sound like you. It's just it's not the way you normally hear yourself. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Tell
0: me about. it.
1: right. I know. I know.
0: I'm like nobody wants to edit this podcast. Nobody (laughs) wants to hear themselves. It's true. Um, So when you're doing the demo reel and you say be yourself, Mm -hmm. what exactly are you saying? Like, Are you seeing a script or are you just they're, talking they're, about it? They're yourself? scripts.
1: They're okay. all commercials. Um, when, when I do a spot, like the, the, the two or three I did today, I'm going to get back with them after they produce it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to ask them for that. Mm-hmm. Because that way I can post it under my portfolio on my website or I can use it as part of a demo, uh, maybe cut out ten seconds of it and put it into my one-minute demo that I have. Okay. So I'm always compiling things because mm-hmm. it's, it's really fun. It's almost like when I was in radio years ago and when I'd listen to myself from, you know, 1992 oh, and 2006, they were totally different. And it's, it's amazing how different I sound to me a year and a half later. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of it's still the same, mm-hmm. but there's different inflections, there's different tones. There's a lot of different stuff that goes on even over the, over the course of a year and a half. So you always have to keep that up. So when you, when you hear a demo, it's things that I have done. Uh, Commercials that I've done, voiceover for narrations that I've done,
0: that sort of thing. Right. And how do you? um, I mean, I'm sure with that you see not only your talent increase, you know, but also your experience, and you can learn all those different kind of dialects and tones. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's it's fun. I mean, it's it's tough to break out of what I'm used to doing, Mm -hmm. and that's where the coach helped because she gave me scripts that. Were uncomfortable to me. It didn't, it didn't, it wasn't natural. So she would give me these scripts and. Whip me like a dog and <laughs>
0: break you down. Yeah, you back up. But
1: she's wonderful. She was really, yes. really good.
0: That's what a good coach does. Yeah. Exactly. How do you keep your voice, um, you know, up to par? Mm. You're not like out there screaming and singing in your car. Scotch and cigars. Like, oh, <laughs> that's you why know, you keep getting these old I... <laughs> man. <manslaughter. laughs>
1: I've got I've got some uh, friends of mine, and one of them is your uh, ear, nose, and throat guy. Mm. And I've talked to him about it before, and uh, I I don't. Do anything. I mean, I'll drink coffee uh, or actually tea, okay. because a tea will soothe out your throat a little bit if it's a, if it's a rough morning. Um, but a lot of times, what helps is exercise in the morning. So I run a lot, oh, okay. and if I run, it clears my head because too many times when you wake up, you know how groggy you sound and stuffy. Running helps, and that clears me up and gets me going for the day.
0: Yeah, that's a good idea. So and not then, uh,
1: outside of that, nothing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then cigars and stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, eggs. yeah, especially <laughs> during golf
0: season. <laughs> that's a good mix. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just feel like, you know how, I mean, between getting sick, and I mean, this is your, your work, Yeah. you know, so if you get a cold or something. There, there know, was a couple
1: years in a row in February, and I don't know why it was February, but it was the beginning of February, I would get laryngitis and that happened it was probably four or five years ago and it's frightening because you know I, I say this as sort of a joke but it's true if I'm not talking I'm not working and I'm not working I'm not making money and it's it's interesting because people say you're only doing this why do you charge this amount of money I'm like well you do it I've got a lot of money invested in this you know it is an interesting thing to think about it's like asking some guy that does plumbing for a, a, a living to do it cheaper. Right. No, I, he's gone through all this stuff, and he's got his his certificate uh, certifications, and he's good at what he does, and that's why I hire him. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, it, it's 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 fun, yeah.
0: and it's worth every penny.
1: <laughs> I, I'd like to think so. <laughs> I like to Just think. Done. Don't get me wrong. I feel guilty at times, but I'm like, no, this is what it's for. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah.
0: You do a great job. Thank you. So, if people want to uh, hear some demos, get you know, kind of get in touch with you, where mm-hmm. can they find you? How can they reach out?
1: My website is Bob'sVoice.net. Uh, I've had that for quite some time.
0: Uh,
1: I, I actually just rebuilt this uh, the website with the with the help of uh, Blum, actually
0: yeah. <laughs> with yeah. Jeffrey. But yeah, I but, uh, yeah, and, you know,
1: and I, I've been friends with Jeff for a long time, and he does wonderful work. Just wonderful. work. But yeah, I've got demos on there, so you can check those out. Under the production services aspect of things, too, you can hear female and male demos from other talent, so you can get an idea of what that's all about. And then the contact page has got some uh, information on there, too, if you want to get in touch.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it.
1: Thank you. It was a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. It's fun. Hopefully, you can tell me stories about Jeff later. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We'll make another
1: podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) We'll get into that one. That's fun. Perfect.
0: Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out Bob's website at bobsvoice.net. It's also linked below. To listen to the rest of our Awesome Sauce podcast, head over to iTunes or our website. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Bang. Nailed it. That's a wrap. Damn, we're
1: good. <laughs> we are. <laughs>